it going? It's going. Brand new episode. Brand new day. A brand new recording day for us. I'm excited about this one, actually, because I feel like I'm going to tell you some things that are going to like blow your absolute mind. Today. I feel like this day is just going to be a day of blowing each other's minds. I feel like, well, and that's kind of like in the realm of what we're doing anyway with creepy stuff, right? Like, yeah, but we're, I, we're, we, we're, we have lofty, lofty expectations for today, trying to bang out eight episodes. Eight episodes in a day. <laughs> um, speaking of lofty episodes, the drop for AHS stories was on. Yes. I know you watched it. I watched it all. Okay, so I'm only on episode three. How well, do you feel? I had a uh, so my <laughs> I'm broke and I canceled my Hulu <laughs> subscription last month. Womp womp. And it <laughs> literally it ends today. It okay. ends today. Okay. So I had 24 hours to <laughs> watch these Age four episodes. I was like, I need to get these episodes out if I'm going to watch them. So I just sat all like in one in one. Um, I will say I liked. The first one, the most out of all Bestie? four. I really liked Bestie. Just because it kept me guessing. Did you really? It really kept me guessing the okay. entire time. And it, okay. It, it, it had me creeped out. Okay. Um, Especially when she came out in, like, the swimsuit at the end. I was like, work, bitch. Um, and then what was the second one? The uh, the Alexa? No. Oh, yeah, yeah. Alexa. Okay, so I have uh, watched three then. You're right. Eh, I could have done without watching the dude have sex twice. I'm like, and why I, am I watching this man have sex twice? It's so weird. Like, and I get AI is like the thing right now, right? Everybody's mm-hmm. like after an AI. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it wasn't spooky to me at all for being like the Halloween drop. It didn't feel um, like a new idea. It felt very much like a Black Mirror episode. Yes, um, yes. So that one, yeah, I was just like, whatever, along for the ride. Um, it's also the, feeding people's like conspiracy theories you, to yeah, me a little bit. <laughs> yeah, it was weird. And then it was just also really cliche. Spoiler alert, I guess, for anything and everything that we talk about today. Um, the end I thought was just like really predictable. Like, oh no, it feel it stopped working two days after he got it. Like, he hallucinated all of it. Too yeah. predictable. Um, the third one, I didn't really. That was the model one. That was the model one, which they hyped up the most. Like, Lame. most of the promos were, yeah. I, yeah. It was, again, not giving. Didn't really. So, Stories, the first Stories was in 2021, if 2021, I'm not mistaken. yeah. That's what Hulu said. Those, the first one I liked. Like, that one I was good with. We had, like, a 16-year-old right out the gate that was a murder, and it was, they showed a little bit of gore. Like, but she I liked was, like, the Return to Murder House. That was yeah. cool. Yeah. But this one is like I really liked the drive-in episode from the yeah, first season. A lot yeah. of people did not like that one. I liked it. I'm just not into this whole season. I'm on Oregon now. I'm starting the guy. Yeah, um, I won't spoil it for you. Um, yeah, the that's why I just said uh, I'm the, sad. I liked the first one the most out of all of them. Like, I really just wanted something. It kept cool. me guessing, and I love that. Like, did you ever see like Unfriended or like those horror movies where it like centers around like a Zoom call or like? Mm, no, I love them. <laughs> I love those kind of movies, so it very much reminded me of that. Cause okay. Like, is she like what's going? What's going on? Yeah. No. No. Oh my god! When she came in as the dead baby, though, I gagged. <laughs> I was gagged. All right. So are you caught up on delicate then? Silly. Are you caught up on delicate then? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So how do you feel about that? Um. Okay. So we know from the last time that we talked, I was like not yeah. feeling it at all because of babies. Once I caught up, I was like. Dare I say I want to know what happened? Okay. Next. I'm I'm, yeah. I'm along for the ride now. I will say, the book came out back in August. Did you know that? No. So I did spoil it for myself. So they filmed it first. I, I guess at the time of them, like, conceptualizing the season, 
the book wasn't out um, because yeah, that was, it came out two months before the the show did. Um, so I kept reading all these speculation posts on Reddit, and people were like, "Well, I've read the book. Do you want me to tell you what happens?" So I was oh. like, "Let me just go read." The plot synopsis of the book. Um, and I did. So I spoiled, like, the major strokes of the book for myself. I will say that they're not following it exactly, which other pe- other people in the Reddit were saying well, that I... they're not following the book exactly. Okay. And I feel like the beginning, you know, the theme, whenever they put out the theme music at the beginning, the intro, they always spoil it. Because yeah. it's all the stuff's in there. Yeah. It's yeah. Like... Um, and everything that I was reading also that people were talking about the book... And I, I haven't read the book, so I don't know if it is addressed in the book, but there didn't seem to be any mention of, like, what's going on with Dex oh. and his parents. So that, that I think, may be, like, a okay. inserted for TV. Okay. Because it's very much, they do admit that it's been adapted to be an American Horror Story that season to yeah. fit within the universe. Um, so all that to say, I think I just know the broad strokes of, like, what happens, not okay. the actual, like... I'm interested to see this turn of events, though. I know, I gotta watch this week, so I haven't watched that one yet. Um, Wait. There, I don't think there was one this week. Because of stories? Is that why? Because uh, they did the... It's like they're doing it in two parts. So whatever. they did like a mid-season Whatever, finale. American Horror, whatever. So if you, did you watch the first five? Yeah. Then yeah, you're caught up. I want something better than that story, so... Um, that's why when you were like, I'm excited, I was like, it's only four episodes. If they're usually really good. Um, can we stop talking about... Can we stop doing people in high school? Can we stop doing models with eating disorders Mm -hmm. it's always the same things a cheating husband it's always the same well it's american horror story i want different i want it better (laughs) yeah i mean i don't disagree yeah um so we're not going to talk about a cheating husband or anything like that today but we are going to talk about an old-timey story Um, yeah um so this one um is set in Old England time. Ooh. So you're going to like this one. Overseas? Yep. Okay, so this one is... I called it the Valentine's Sacrifice Murder. Ooh. Okay, so Woodrower Charles Walton. He was a skilled farmer that resided in England. Um, he was actually 74 years old. At the time of the story? Yeah. Jeez, okay. Right, and he's still farming. Um, he lived with his niece, whose name was Edith. Which I love. I love that name. He suffered from arthritis and he used like a walking stick or two different canes actually like as braces because they didn't have a lot of... He was 74. Yeah. <laughs> but, and he was still farming. Like, act, like actively An active working. active farmer. Farm. Wow. Yep. Good yeah. He was really well known in the town. They called it Neon Hill. Um, the town was actually very well known in itself. The local fol- folklore and tales of the town were that it was super mysterious. Okay. Uh, legend has it that it's a roaming ground for witches, spirits, and especially at night. Generational stories include a lot of sacrifices. In the early 1880s, Charles experienced a paranormal omen while working in a field. There was a large black dog with red eyes that appeared to him. He saw it nine nights in a row, but the last night he saw the dog, he also saw a headless woman with him. You'd think on, like, night, like, four or five, you'd be like, is Why are you up? still going out yeah. here? Is something <laughs> up? Maybe I should not be in the field at this time. Yeah, so he started, like, telling people about it because there was a lot of talk back then about folklore and a lot of legend. People a lot know of... what hellhounds are back then. Yeah. yeah, so he started to speak to people locally and ask, like, what do you think of this? So folklore basically would tell him that it's considered kind of like a reaper. Yeah. 
like some kind of warning of death was following him. We obviously know like large black dogs are an omen of omen death of, yeah. is coming. Um, but despite his visions, like he had to keep farming. Yeah, he's like gotta do it's what his I gotta job. Do. Yeah. yeah. So Valentine's Day in nineteen forty five, early in the morning, two neighbors saw Charles walking to work with his tools. He was extremely regimented in his schedule. Um, he didn't come he he always came home promptly, but that night in particular he did not come home. He always came home around six o'clock, so his niece Edith Edith was very worried. And he's been talking about this big black dog out in the field. And yeah. now he's not coming home. Yep. Cool. <laughs> so Edith asked the neighbors, um, but nobody had ever seen him come home. So she went to his work to speak to his boss. And he also had said that the last time he had seen him was actually during the day. And he was doing lawn work, edging the grounds like over in a certain spot. But he hadn't seen him since. So they all went together. The neighbors, Edith and his boss all went to look for him. They're like, what's up? Yep. So they all went for on the search to where he had seen him last. Um, basically, you know, they were thinking he works in the fields. He's got Older. a walking cane. Yeah, he he's got arthritis. Happened, yeah. Maybe he fell. Maybe he stumbled down a hill. Um, but so he took Edith to the place that they had seen him last. But he was found murdered. What? He was found pinned to the ground with a pitchfork through his chest. What? His throat was slit. With his own, like, sickle that he used to, like, edge, you know, and so cut stuff down. So he like, accidentally fall on his pitchfork. Nope. <laughs> and there was a cross carved into his chest. What? Yeah. His walking stick was found with his hair and blood on it. So, basically, they had beaten him to the ground with it and uh. then did those things. Um, Edith couldn't stand the sight, obviously. So, she ran away screaming. But his boss contacted the police to come out and basically... You know, do whatever they had to do. Yeah. Start an investigation, I'm hoping. The police were obviously shocked <laughs> because this is a really small town to begin with. Yeah. But, I mean, he's got a pitchfork through his chest. And for all intents and purposes, this is just an unassuming old man. Yeah. And they're thinking, who in the world would do this? Yeah. Like, that's pretty brutal. Poor Charles. Yeah. So, um, everybody was investigated in the town. Obviously, because they all knew each other. Who's missing a pitchfork? <laughs> well, it was his pitchfork, which <laughs> oh, is the worst shit. part. Yeah. So, um, but nobody seemed to be suspicious at all. The huh. police were super interested, obviously, in why the cross was on his chest. Is it like a, is it like just like an X or are we talking like a, like, a, like a, a Jesus cross? cross. A Jesus Ooh. cross. Yeah. Um, but a cross can resemble a lot of different things. And is it upside down? Because if it's in the upright position, who are we, we're, we're blood sacrificed for Jesus? So it's <laughs> obviously it. a spiritual barking of some kind, whether it's good or bad, you know, upside okay. down, right side up, like whatever. Okay. But it was still there. Yeah. Um, so, and they were like, what the hell is this? And I'm sure in a very small town back then, like where there's still like active farmers and people walking around town and stuff. People don't leave their houses at night after this. You know what I mean? For a while, yeah. because they're super freaked out about what the hell would you? And I'm sure like this that? is one of those. I'm sure the phrase didn't exist at the time, but they're like, we don't lock our doors around here because it's so. Sad. I'm sure people who locked their doors then. Yep. Maybe. Well, at least the screen door, right? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, my parents didn't hope. lock the door. Oh my god! When I was growing up, I've gotten locked out of the house taking the trash, to the <laughs> and my mom's literally been like, "Home invasions happen all the time." <laughs> I'm like that, but my husband is not at all. He's like, "You don't need to do that." I'm like, "Have you watched the ID channel today?" <laughs> I do need to do that. Yeah, when I get no. in my car, I'm like, "Click." I, yeah, okay. <laughs> I have to. It freaks me out. But so there was a lot of speculation about the cross in itself. Yeah. Um, but. He also had a witch's knocker on his door. Um, a witch's knocker can be a lot of different things. 
it's Celtic, there's Welsh ones, there's all different things. Um, Is that just a door knocker? Yeah, so it's kind of unclear why he had it in particular, like what his was even. Did he know but, what it was? Yes. Um, a lot of people do like witches' bells, witches' balls, say, yeah. ladders, stuff like that. How is it different from, is it like literally like what I'm thinking of, like a door knocker? Yeah, so in Cornish times, like it's there's a brass way. knocker. Yeah. Um, and it could be like my grandpa isn't well, she's Irish, but they call them Tommy knockers, our little gnomes. Yeah. Like the Fae. So Irish yeah. people are very afraid of the Fae. Yeah. And he would refer to them as Tommy knockers. Um, and it kind of looks like a gnome. It's like a brass gnome. And they put it on their door to ward off Fae. Huh. Or like spirits. Um, as kind of like a, we won't mess with you if you don't mess with us type of like warning for Fae. Yeah. But his doesn't specifically say what it was. I couldn't find anything that said exactly what his looked like. Other than it was a witch's knocker. He had one. Yep. Um, so Cornish knockers, I, I kind of go into detail a little bit of this, or that's also where sprites, sprites and fae. Okay, yeah. Um, they do it to protect themselves. Knockers in Welsh history are gnome-like creatures. Um, they used to say that they would steal from miners. Okay. Their tools and things like that when they weren't paying attention. <laughs> so um, they would go into their bags. Little gnomes would go into their bags. And then they're getting yelled at by their parents like, you can't keep track of your things. <laughs> Basically. Aww. So um, I can only assume like his was probably brass. I would assume it resembled a witch. That's why they called it a witch's knocker. To ward off a witch? Possibly. Um, there's one in Cornwall. Her name is Dolly Pentreath. I actually want to do like a whole episode on her. Please. She was a very well-known Cornish witch. Cool. Um, she was known for doing charms, knowledge of astrology, divination, casting spells. Knew her shit. Yeah, she really did. But a lot of people, you can actually find them still to this day, like antique of her. Oh, cool. As a brass knocker. Cool. That you could put on your door. I want one. So, so she's like the English Marilla. Somebody send this to my husband. Can't <laughs> <laughs> the queen. Yeah, so, but it doesn't say what his was. But because he had it, people think that maybe he had something following him. He was aware. Yeah. Well, I mean, God, he saw visions. I would never go out in that field again. Maybe he was touched. Maybe that's why he was seeing. Literally. He might have been. He could have been. Oh, this poor guy. And he just didn't care because he's like, I got farm to, I got farm to till. Well, and he's got a, a noose that lives psychic, with him. I don't yeah. shit about my psychic gift. <laughs> I got money to make. <laughs> True. So whatever knocker that Charles had, people believed them to be portals. They were some type of, you know, obviously magic. Um... And it, because they would lived in a land where they believed the spirits roamed freely. Yeah. There's a lot, of, a lot of legends surrounding farmers who made deals with spirits to ensure that their crops for season would go well. This had to have sent the local people into a tizzy. They, if they're already in like a woo-woo area. Yeah. So um, the area heavily relied on farmers as income, right? Like mm -hmm. in small towns, it's they couldn't survive without that. The 40s. Yep. So. so farmers obviously take on a lot of responsibility, especially back then. And some people believe that sacrifices may be spirits or maybe made to spirits to ensure that farming oh, goes like a good well. Harvest. Or a, what they call a blood sacrifice. Yeah. So you'll see blood sacrifices in a lot of different practices. Obviously, not one that you or I would do, but in a lot of different cultures, they would do chickens, like yeah. stuff like that. But it's, there's a reason behind why they do it. Uh -huh. I have never in my life heard of a human sacrifice. 
Well, and from what I've heard a lot, too, about sacrifice is it's ritual-based. So we're not just, like, going out and, like, slaughtering this animal and then just, like, leaving it to, like, rot in the sun. We're slaughtering this animal. We're prepping it. We're eating it. We're maybe making it into something, like, a tool or, like, you know what I mean? Of course. Plus, you know, you see in movies or in books, right, that people make deals with the devil. Right. a, A Faustian deal. Sure. And if you don't go through with your side of the deal. You're fucked pitchforked right you know what i mean like think about that if you made a deal with whatever was he a good farmer i mean he was 74 and still doing it so but well uh, (laughs) he was doing it for somebody else i mean alfred was his boss so he didn't have his own farm i didn't think about that aspect though maybe he was like in cahoots with something and then true couldn't keep up his end of the deal anymore well and some neighbors even began to speculate that maybe he was actually a witch himself right um, he was often seen speaking to animals, which they refer to as familiars, and plants. That he would go through the fields and speak to them, sing to them. Oh, he was a witch. And that people say then that they actually saw plants respond to him. Which, sure, I, I, I'm not saying that can't happen. But if somebody ends up dead... And they have no reason. People begin to think of their own reasons. Yeah, you gotta... <laughs> and that's how, yeah, you know... Fill in the gaps. Yeah, and people are like, oh my god, there was a cat with her. Like, she's gotta be a witch, mm-hmm. you know? And I saw that cat mm-hmm. responding to her. So you never know, really, what it is, but... Instead of it just being her pet cat that likes her, maybe? But, I mean, <laughs> he is a 74-year-old walking through... That is... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. the year before his murder, he had a terrible crop production. What? And some think that maybe it was a sign of payment to whoever he made a deal with and he didn't follow through. Yeah. So they killed him. But interestingly enough, some think that he may have even been generationally cursed because local years prior, they had nine murders of people being pitchforked and killed in the same way. What? With the cross and everything? Yep. What? And to this day, the case has never been solved. Well, because this was also back in the 40s when you could have just, like, murdered. But, I mean... But, yeah, no, that's weird that... You, there were nine other ones? Uh, yeah. So ten All the total. same way, too. Like, all pitchforked, all Nail. farmers. How are they pinned... You said... When you first said it, you said they were... He was pinned to the ground, like... Yeah, pin... Like... The pitchfork what? was so far through him, it was, like, in the ground, Apparently. <sighs> yeah. Damn. And they, like, went as far as slitting his throat, too. So, like, which did you do first? You beat him to the ground with his cane. Yeah, I mean, it's not going to take much to subdue the guy. If you're, he's 74. You're beating a 70-year-old man with his, with his own walking... You just take the walking yeah. stick away and he's probably on the you ground. You slit <laughs> his throat with his own sickle. Ugh. You don't even bring your own murder weapon to the murder. <laughs> well, and that makes you wonder about, you know, people having speculation on whether it was payback for some spiritual right like i'm wondering like if we were if we were a voyeur of the situation like would you just see his sickle like pick itself up and like maybe. Slap, like slit or maybe throat? he did it himself what beat himself with uh with his walking stick oh my I god you know. just see him like zombie like like stabbing a pitchfork into himself i don't know hate it i just am thinking like what i would think if Obviously, because we're into, like, paranormal and creepy shit and stuff like that, I would be like, oh, my God, definitely. There's definitely a deal with the devil going on here. Yeah. But you got to wonder, like. Well, my first thought was that somebody came along and used him as the sacrifice in their deal. I wasn't even thinking about. That's a really good theory, though, because who, 
you a know what? farm, anybody. This is why you should be a detective because that makes That was my first sense. thought. Well, well and what if him. it was when, Alfred? When what you if, brought it up, I was like, oh, maybe he had a deal. No, I thought somebody else had a deal. And you're right. What if it was the actual guy who owned the farm, farm and yeah. all those people went missing and that was the sacrifices? Yeah. You're so smart. That's probably who it was. And he was like, you know what? I'm actually kind of sick of checking up on this 70-year-old man out in the fields every day. I never would have thought of that. And you know what? I had a shitty harvest last last summer. Take him. Take him guess out. Who's, guess who's next up on the pyre? <gasps> Charles. Sorry, Edith. O-M-G. Solved. You are good at this. I never, <laughs> literally, I never saying. in my brain would have been like. No, that was my first thought, honestly. So like, smart. I was just like, oh, somebody somebody came along and used him as the same? Are you going to use me as a sacrifice? You Maybe. sound like you're very well versed. I don't know. I, it took me a while to find a good podcast a co-host, so I don't know. If I, I don't know if that's a commodity I, I can risk. So you know, um, have you watched like the Sabrina revival? Yeah. And they do all that like blood sacrifice, you know? Yeah. Even in Narnia, there's a blood sacrifice. Who gets blood sacrificed in Narnia? Oh my gosh! Are you kidding? The I lion. Just... Oh. They put them on the table. That's right. I'm not a Narnia kid. I'm sorry. Whatever. All I knew. That's right. I did because he's an allegory for Jesus. Yes. Right? Oh, for Jesus. Yeah. For Jesus. <laughs> oh. Yeah. No. Aren't they rebooting that into a series? Yeah. Which they're gonna ruin it, just like they're gonna ruin Harry Potter. Uh, Whatever. Yeah, we won't talk about that. Yeah, that's also true. Yeah, we don't support transphobia. Touchy subject. <laughs> Agreed. You can't that was a good one, though. Yeah. Never solved either. But, a, I mean, they. That's there's sad. another, like, through research, I found so many farmer deaths. Oh, I'm sure. That they relate to sacrifices. Oh, really? Yeah, I'll have to do more well, of them. Well, because we know farmer death is, like, a dime a dozen, because they're, like, falling into machinery and, like... True, but a lot of them are just found, like, brutally sacrifice. murdered. What? Yeah. Well... This was, like, the second one that I found in just just looking up, like, witchcraft murders, or, like murders related to practice of some kind well i may be speaking out my ass here but wasn't like wasn't like aztec and mayan though they we know they were doing like human sacrifices sure. wasn't that just to like get the sun well, to come up and stuff and, and like I for good want, harvest and I like don't sight check us on that before i look that up because i don't want somebody to come for us oh i'm sure that they will but it wasn't like we weren't <laughs> sacrificing for like oh yeah they do okay let for, me for personal for like on an individual basis we were doing it for like a bountiful harvest so of the, the betterment of the community this is wikipedia like, actually says that human sacrifice is common in many parts of mesoamerica um so the right was nothing new to the aztecs they actually learned it in the valley of mexico and then took it um with them as they traveled work. wherever they went to um dating back to 1200 to 400 bc human sacrifice was a way in which it was embedded in everyday life right they were doing it to the gods but that's what I to mean. get whatever they was, wanted out of life but sometimes it was just to get the, the, the sun to come up because they thought a yeah. god was doing that or and a lot of people back then would think that that they were the best thing ever because they were chosen they to be sacrificed. They were like sacrificed. an avatar of the god. I don't yeah. think Charles thought like that. No, no, no. I'm just saying guess. I'm just saying the principle <laughs> the principle of human sacrifice is yeah. mostly for like, you know what I mean, a bountiful harvest. Like, you know what I mean? So, it kind of goes for me in my brain it goes maybe hand in hand that they would maybe see a lot of these like What would you if you had to do something what would you ask for? 
Oh, like if I like, oh my god, I like have to like, like, but I get anything I want out of it. Yeah, what'd you oh. do? What do if, I get to pick the person that I'm human sacrifice? Oh god, that would be the best, right? Probably, but, but no, but it doesn't to, work like that. You usually. have to do the wet works yourself. It's not like you snap your fingers and they're on a table. Like you have to go get this person that you want to get. I don't know, but they um, want good people, right? Like they don't want terrible. I don't want to kill a good person. What if it just speculate? <laughs> what would you do? Like what would um, you get out of it? I don't know. I'd hate to be lame, but I'd probably want like money, unlimited money, or would no, there be amount? just like a cool billion. Something I can't spend in my lifetime. I could spend a billion in my lifetime. <laughs> you think? Oh, for sure. No, I heard this thing on TikTok the other day that said that there's like a disconnect in people's brains. So With what a billion is? Yeah. Because we're so broke. <laughs> if, you, if you do it in time, okay? If you do okay. it in time, if I told you to wait a, a million seconds, do you know how long you'd be waiting? No. 11 days. No way. If I told you to wait a billion seconds, do you know how long you'd be waiting? A long time. 36 and a half years. Shut up. That's the difference between a million and a billion. Okay. So. so maybe I could. But I feel like if I tried hard enough, I really could. I don't think I could put a dent in it. Andre, <laughs> my husband and I have a list that every time, you know, when we play the lottery, we have a list of everybody that we would give money to, the amount, and we do not go off of the All list. All I'm saying is I'm so broke that $10,000 would change my life. Just saying. Just saying. Throw that out there. I would take $10 for somebody sometimes. <laughs> like, a, every day is a new day. But yeah, you're right. Probably money. Right? Or like, you know how people are, are always like, what superpower would you pick? Ooh. What would you pick? Um, I would want like the ability for like any kind of marijuana that I'm smoking to like oh. never end. Like it just, it just doesn't. That's like, like I all the it. things you would pick. Just, yeah. So I would pick a, vis- <laughs> I would pick a visibility because you could get it. Oh, freak. You could get it though. You could go get whatever what, you wanted. Gonna, no, the people working at the dispensary are just going to watch this. <laughs> what if you did in the middle of the night? What, break into it? They have Shh. alarms. But you're invisible. <laughs> I okay. Are you turning your invi- your clothes invisible too? Because that's always a caveat. I want a cloak. I want an invisibility cloak. <laughs> I'm gonna shove it. Okay. I'm gonna sneak around Hogsmeade and do all the things I need to do. See, I feel like these are these are still a very pedestrian level. Like we're just so broke that we're like, how can I save myself money? I'm gonna turn invisible to steal weed. <laughs> right, and you like, wouldn't be like save mankind. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> No. I want to go to Walmart and just not have to worry about what I'm putting in my car. Right. <laughs> Mind control. Because at that point, you could you could do the same thing. You could just walk in anywhere and take things. That's wild. Well, I don't think I could sacrifice anything. That's the, that's my caveat, though. I don't know it's that It's hard. I, yeah. You could... I, even if you told me to name my price, I don't know that I could just... But I will say that if it was, like, times like that, right, where I, the entire mm. town of mine depended on me having a good harvest, I might do a lot of things. We're very blessed in the time that we live in where, For you know sure. what I mean, we can just... You know what I mean? Even broke, you can go get a 99-cent bag of chips. Like, you know what I mean? What... what but I think there's a lot of people in the world that, like, you know, the Illuminati, celebrities and all that, that you got to wonder how they get where they are. Oh, yeah, absolutely. What, I'm saying what are they then, sacrificing? Back then, being broke was a totally different, like, absolutely. you're not going out to the convenience store and getting a 99 cent deal on anything. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, because convenience just wasn't convenient. Literally. Like, they, they didn't have it back then. So we are blessed in that, right? That's true. What a time to be alive. It's a terrible time to be alive, honestly. Mm, yeah, the world's literally on fire. <laughs> Thanks for listening to this week's episode, guys. We hope that you loved this one. <laughs> Tune in next week for more fun-filled, spooky adventures. Yeah. Don't forget to like, subscribe, comment. We're now streaming everywhere. We're yeah. on Apple, 
uh, Spotify. Spotify, Google, Pandora. And Pandora is called Chimecast, right? It's something. Now, I think that's for the back end. I okay. think when people are listening, it's still called Pandora. Okay. But yeah, we're everywhere. Amazon Music. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited about that. I'm just excited for, com- everywhere. for comments to start flowing in. Some reviews. I want some reviews. Yeah. Five-star reviews across the board. Cool. We're going to have a... I'm going to um, link in the bio to um, this guy's story because there's a couple books written about this guy's story and the town that it was in. Oh, I'm sure. So we'll put that in the show notes so people can read. There was actually a really good book um, of like his, like a memoir, but in I think Edith might have given somebody in- the information to write it. Oh, okay. Um, so I'll link those in the show notes. Yeah. Cool. Very cool. It'll be in the show notes. All right. Thanks for listening, guys. Bye. Bye. A Semi-Charmed Kind of Podcast is hosted by Ashley Williams and Kyle Yugis. Music credits by Chauncey Fortune and art by Decay Decor. Keep listening and keep it cryptid. Wrapped in fragile hands.